0: positive and optimistic i've had to shift my eating to a strict anti-inflammatory lifestyle because as some of you may know i have multiple sclerosis and i lost part of my vision over the holidays it came back within two days and by day eight i was fully recovered but a bitch did lose her vision, it was crazy. And of course, it wasn't just my diet, but there are some things that I can control in regards to relapsing, and one of those is what I eat. Um, also, how much I exercise and how little I stress. Those are all top of my priority this lit, uh, this year, Up top of my priority list this year. I think that it's just time. Plus, you know, when you're dealing with additional layers like a dysfunction or incurable disease, it's important to compensate with things you can control. Like I said, what you eat or what you think about. Um, It was also relaxing this couple of weeks because my girls are in Hawaii with their grandparents for eight days. Yeah, so Mike and I just basically bumped around the house watching different Netflix series and trying different anti-inflammatory recipes. Um, Much love to my wonderful husband who is here at the studio with me And he's been nothing but supportive throughout all of this. And honestly, I don't think I would have been so encouraged to push forward if it weren't for him. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much, my love. Um, Season two is here, y'all. It's season two, that's what it is right now. And for my longtime followers, obviously this is more like season four, but since we've gotten in the studio and gotten sponsorship from Lisa Beasley and Funny Black Women, this is our second season here. And we are sharing, um, we're starting on this season with my brother, my friend. Oh my God, he's more like an uncle. Comedian, actor, Ballhead, from Chicago South-South. What up, bro?
1: What's up? What's cracking? What's cracking?
0: Oh my God. I'm so excited that you decided to do this and that you're in studio with us. This makes me very I, happy. I,
1: I mean, you asked me. It ain't, really, it ain't really too much for me to do, but don't do it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, man. And you know what? On another note, this man carried my daughter's casket down the aisle.
1: Do you know that was the hardest thing? When you asked me that, I, you know, I, we never really talked about it, but when you, uh, um, I came in and I was like, I, you know, because I got five daughters. So I, yeah, and um, my baby wasn't that much older. It's like when I got to go in. You know, some people go uh, view a bo- view a body and they go. When I saw her uh, barrettes, I couldn't go no further. And I think the only person that, that noticed it was. Uh, was Tiff uh, B's girl, and yeah. she she was like, as strong as you are. I never seen you like walk away from nothing. I was like, I said I, I was finna go, but I said I had to speak to Kelly before I left to let her know I was there. And when you asked me that, I was like, I can't I can't, I can't say no. Yeah. I was like, how am I gonna do this? But it was just, you know, it was like my girl needed me, my sister needed me. And I me- I remember when you first started comedy the very <laughs> the very first thing. I don't know if you remember this. We we did a show in Milwaukee.
0: Was it with
1: Uncle Ray? Yes, that time we drove down to Uncle Rail. and it was these dudes. this Dude, I never missed, I forget his name. His name was Ice Cream. He had a uh, after party. He wanted to go to. He was like, "Hey, uh, y'all going?" I said, "Man, I'm be going to after parties." So I know we was getting ready to leave. He was like, "Hey, I'm going to after party with Ice Cream." I said, "You don't get your ass in this car. You ain't finna go with no ice. Nobody named Ice Cream." <laughs> He had a Cadillac with uh, Lamborghini doors. He thought he was doing it. I was like, no, nah, you would not be getting muscles to Get your ass in this car. <laughs> that was I the was funniest so naive in that.
0: my earlier days. I would just I just wanted to have fun. Yeah, I didn't, didn't think anything it. about it. Um yeah, yeah. But now we're here, years, years later. I've been on stand up for eleven years. So I've known you since I started in Chicago Damn, for sure. 11 years? Yeah, eleven years. How long you been on
1: stand up? Well I didn't get serious about until I got a of gym, so that's two thousand. So 2000. almost eighteen I, years. Mm-hmm. But I started in 93, but you know I was still in the street, so. You started in
0: 93? I didn't know yeah. that. So I you started in know.
1: 93. Me, Marlon, and, and Dion, we started together. You well, they, with the, you're I talking I started, about
0: Marlon Mitchell and Dion Cole. Yeah, Marlon you guys Mitchell
1: don't know. and Dion Cole had a, a show in this club called the s and They kept telling me to come there because me and Marlon went to high school together, me and Dion went to grammar school together. And I was like, man, I was always the, the shit talk on the block, cracking jokes. And it was like, you are still funny. the shit talker. Was like, you, can, you, can, you can do it. I was like, man, nah, I don't want to do that. But then the way that Dion got me there was a way that everybody gets guys to go somewhere. He was like, you want to come up there. There'd be some bitches up there. <laughs> I was like, what time y'all start? <laughs>
0: that's how I So you started doing stand up because
1: of bitches? Because it was going to be some bitches up there. Because
0: there was mm-hmm. going to be some bitches up
1: there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I know it was something cool and calm and laid back. I had meant to him, but. But then eventually I got my own show because uh Tornado taught me how to host. And
0: tornado, a Tornado show. The late Big, great
1: Tornado. Yeah, Tornado Big Daddy Woo. He taught me how to host and I got my first